breaking news from The Athletic. Hello, this is Sam Amick from The Athletic here with NBA Breaking News. I have John Krasinski, our esteemed Minnesota, all things Minnesota, but Timberwolves beat writer on the line. Ryan Saunders fired by the T-Wolves on Sunday, a kind of a late news dump, John. They put you on a spot late mm-hmm. in the day, uh, but a, a very unorthodox situation here. Ryan Saunders, um, the son of the late Flip Saunders, obviously, and a guy who had had a very tough time getting this team in a positive direction, is fired. And then we learn quickly thereafter the reporting of both you and John, uh, I'm sorry, John and, and Sham Sharania from The Athletic, that Chris Finch, Toronto Raptors assistant coach, going to be hired to replace him. David Vanderpool, the incumbent lead assistant coach uh, for Minnesota, was passed over for this job. That caused a lot of conversations. John, a lot of layers to this. Uh, how did it hit you when it happened? How do you see this situation? Yeah, Sam, I think, uh, you know, it wasn't really a surprise that Ryan Saunders got fired and they're they're seven and 24, uh, the worst record in the league, even with all of the injuries and things they've had to deal with. They're, they're just not enough wins. And in this league, when you don't win, coaches get fired. That's that's the name of the game. So not not a lot of surprise there. Not even a lot of surprise that Chris Finch was the replacement because it's right. long been rumored that Gerson Rosas really likes Chris Finch. They go way back together to Rio Grande Valley Viper days um, in the Houston organization. And, and so we always knew that Gerson Rosas was a big fan of Chris Finch. Obviously the real surprise is sort of the timing of it all, um, you know, to, not only make the firing midseason, but then to pluck an assistant from another staff in Toronto and install him at, with a multi-year contract, it's something right. that just does not happen in the NBA. I mean, the last time it did happen was Lionel Hollins in 2009 going from the Bucks to the Grizzlies. And Lionel Hollins had some history with Memphis at that time. He had been a head coach on an interim basis there. Chris Finch has never been a head coach in the NBA. So this is all very um, kind of unorthodox, very unconventional to have the timing this way, but it really John, does. to that point, let me jump in real quickly. Um, I want to ask you the, the, the timing of all of this. Chris Finch interviewed for the position when Ryan got the job, and it feels outside looking in, and you're so much closer to it than I am, as if this is a classic case of the head of the front office and the case, you know, in this case, Gerson Rosas, um, going back to what he may have wanted in the first place. I mean, it feels like Glenn Taylor, you know, had a lot of sentimentality for the Ryan Saunders hire. And it does make you wonder and tell me if this is fair or not, if Glenn might have been the driving force at that time. And that this is Gerson's way of, of you know, of kind of getting the move that, that maybe he wanted in the first place. Well, I do think that uh, certainly Gerson really liked Chris Finch at the time. He actually tried to get Finch to be in David Vanterpool's role as the lead assistant to Ryan Saunders and the New Orleans Pelicans at the time denied, you know, that move. And so, um, but I do think that there are two things that are true. One is I do think Glenn Taylor wanted uh, Ryan Saunders to be the head coach. Um, He, you know, they, they are very close going back to the history with flip and, and all of that. But I think more importantly, I don't think Glenn was necessarily the driving force in that. I think one of the driving forces in it was Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, Cat was a very much in Ryan Saunders corner. Glenn or Gerson Rosas is the new kid on the block. He's just getting established here. I think that he listened to what Carl Anthony Towns wanted. I think he knew that Glenn Taylor would love to work with Ryan Saunders and ultimately it was Gerson Rosas's decision. If he really, really stuck to his guns and wanted Chris Finch, I think he could have hired 
Chris Finch at the time ultimately decided to go with Glenn and with Kat to kind of get the ball rolling for a new executive on, on good terms. And, you know, now a year and a half later, uh, he's going back to the guy that he that he had always believed in, for sure. Right. So the natural segue from there and the last question for you, John, is what does this mean for Carl Anthony Towns? If Glenn Taylor, in fact, at the time was almost kind of by proxy pushing for Ryan, which does make sense. And there's that looming concern for any franchise, especially a more of a small market franchise of is your guy going to be happy? And, and Carl still has several years left on his deal. Um, but as has been said and written lately by our, our John Hollinger at The Athletic, you know, the league is watching. People are wondering how long Cat is going to want to be in Minnesota. What does it mean for him? Yeah, it, I mean, th- that is going to be the clock is on right now for Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves. One interesting thing last night, Sam, before everything became official with Ryan Saunders and, and that all all going down right after the game where the Timberwolves lost to the Knicks, Carl uh, Anthony Towns kind of unprompted went on a little soliloquy about how he wants to make it work in Minnesota, how he's committed to playing with the Timberwolves. And um, I don't think that was an accident. Now, I'm not saying that they sought Carl Anthony Towns' approval for uh, for making this move, but I do know that Towns looks at the situation and says, we're 7-24, and 24. things have to right. improve. Um, so for him to come out and say that he is – committed to winning here and to having a legacy here um, knowing that this was all percolating at least and understanding that Ryan was under the gun. I think it does give them a little bit of runway here with towns. No question though, Sam, they have to start winning. Not necessarily maybe this year for sure, but going into next year, they they've got to put their foot on the gas or else you're going to reach a fever pitch with Carl Anthony towns and, and, and it's going to be between a rock and a hard place. Right. No question. John, thank you very much. Thank you to the listeners for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics New Headlines section for much more on this story. To get access to all of The Athletics' great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can find our latest subscription offer, just $3.99 per month.